Hello and welcome to the Marketing Meetup Podcast. My name is Joe Glover and I am very, very, very pleased to have you right here, right now. I am very thankful. Thank you so much. Now, today we have a real treat for you because we have Gary Gumbleton from Capco Group. He is the founder of Capco Group speaking all about his uh, 101 for video content. Now, Gary specializes particularly in 30 second videos um, and sort of videos of that nature. And what came out of this really insightful talk is a really actionable plan for planning your video content strategy, which I know is something that people really struggle with. As a marketer myself, I know that video is really the most powerful tool we have in our arsenal for storytelling but yet it seems like there seems to be that barrier to entry despite technology no longer really being the relevant barrier it's more one of cultural uh, hesitation I guess to sort of get in front of a camera Um, if you take one thing from this talk I'd really encourage you just to get in front of the camera yourself and really start producing video content but not only doing that but doing it in such a way that's led by the insights that Gary provides here in doing it in a strategic and meaningful way that will actually produce results. So I really hope you enjoy the talk. If you'd like more from the Marketing Meetup, head to themarketingmeetup.com. Come to one of the events. We're in five places right now, and that's Cambridge, Norwich, Birmingham, London, and Bedford. Or listen to more of these podcast episodes. There's loads of them, and I hope you're enjoying them. Um, Please do let me know if you've got any feedback on them. Uh, I'm on Joe at themarketingmeetup.com and that's my bit done. So I'm just going to pass over to Gary. I really hope you enjoy it and I'll see you soon. talk a little bit louder. Is that okay? Can, is it all coming through a little bit? Okay. Um, I'm a bit of a walker, uh, so apologies. I'm going to stand in front of the light here. Uh, I'm going to crack straight in. So the presentation I normally give is about 40 minutes long. Um, I'm trying to condense it down into 20 minutes. Um, so I'm going to try and rush straight through. So first thing I'm going to cover off who I am and why I'm standing in front of you. Uh, I'm going to go through how organizations should structure their video content strategy. Um, production techniques on how you guys can make your own video content without coming to me and talking to me later. Um, then we look at how you're going to prioritize all this content you're going to go and make tomorrow. My top five tips for videos. And then if we've got any minutes left over, we'll do a Q&A. So that's my beautiful face. Um, I look at my last kind of 10, 15 years um, uh, in three different sections. So I had jobs, uh, I've had a career, and I'm currently in my calling. Um, I have a, I write a book, it's on Amazon, um, it's called Job, Career, Calling. Um, so my jobs, I was a removal man, a real estate agent and a factory worker, all on the same kind of social level. Um, then I got relocated to Vodafone, New Zealand, hence my accent kind of switching between an all black and a chimney sweep, um, physically neither. Um, but I, I worked kind of a, a global service delivery right up to corporate account management looking after the likes of HSBC, Lehman Brothers when they were around. Um, then I worked for a um, creative agency or a video content agency called Frontside Media. 
And that was kind of a sidestep from corporate sales into selling an agency. And what I realized was that my calling was I helped grow businesses using contents. Um, Capital Contents, the Capco Group, I'm the founder of Capco Group, and there are a number of subsidiaries, but the one I'm representing today is Capital Content. We're a video content-led digital agency, blah, blah, blah. We're based over in Heathrow, about two hours away. We do video, photo, and social, ranging from short-form video, 29 seconds up on social, right up to half-hour documentaries. And it all starts with an objective. So if you want to sell more products, raise brand awareness, we'll come up with video content strategy to help achieve those objectives. And in the last five years, I've produced 3,000 videos. That's enough of the sell. Um, as an organization, you have two options when looking at creating video content. You can either go directly to a videographer. Um, it's relatively low cost. Uh, you've only got one person to deal with, uh, but they tend to have trouble coming up with the concepts. Uh, they really there just to kind of press the buttons. So you just need to direct them to kind of... Um, Take the video. Or you can go to a full agency, which is relatively high cost. Um, they have a full team of people looking after you, a creative director, or a key account manager, whatnot. They can handle the concepts, the production and the distribution, but they start bringing out portaloos and catering trucks for a 30 second video. Capital Contents is right in the middle where we handle the concepts, the production, the distribution, the strategy, but we only charge for the production itself. So into my overall video content strategy. Now, every time I give this talk, I always feel like I'm teaching people to suck eggs. So apologies if I'm teaching to suck eggs. There are about 20 video production companies in the room right now. Uh, so again, I apologize. Um, but really, the way businesses need to look at themselves are uh, as a media company. So if you are Joe Blogs Limited, you need to be representing yourself as the BBC, like a TV network. Underneath the TV network, you have channels, BBC One, BBC Two, BBC News. And as an organization, you should uh, have these channels of video content. And each one uh, should be an objective. So if you wanted to raise brand awareness, sell more product, you would channel these content, these pieces of video content. See, so there are specific videos that you, specific content, sorry, that you would see on BBC One that you wouldn't necessarily see on BBC Two and vice versa. So you need to generate video content down these channels. And then after the channels, you have seasons and episodes, so episodical content. I was talking to actually Brand Recruitment, which I'm assuming are these people at the back here. Uh, I was talking to those guys earlier, and they have a three-minute video about why it's great to work at Brand Recruitment. What will happen with that video is it will get rinsed for three months. No one will watch it because it's three minutes long. What you should be doing is asking all 30 employees 30 seconds as to why it's good to work at Brown Recruitment. Therefore, you have 30 30 second videos posted once every week. That's pretty much 10 months worth of content rather than one three minute video that no one's going to watch. So as we all know, we've got the, the TV network across the top, the channel of content, which are your objectives. Um, your goals that you want to achieve. The season, we can separate it. And although the BBC, have obviously called it BBC One, um, you don't necessarily need to name these channels. I do. I have um, what they call Focus Live and The Rant. The Rant is where I go on about what shit in TV. Um, but I, I give it a logo, but it's, it, it, I do it for that for two reasons. One, it allows the viewer to be told straight up front 
on what type of content that they're going to be watching. And it allows the organization internally to buy in to this kind of content. So they know exactly what kind of videos they're going to need to be making. Does that all kind of make sense? It's all really simple stuff. We all know what the BBC looks like from a network perspective, but we just need to apply that to um, your own organization when making video content. Absolutely. Double mic, there we go. That's much better. Um, okay, channel essentials. Um, this is the busiest slide of the deck. You're all welcome to take pictures. I think the slide deck's the slide deck's get available. Yep, cool. Um, so these are the three, what I would say, three bare minimum channels any organization should have. This is outside your own objectives around selling products um, or raising brand awareness or whatever. Um, the, key, the first one is thought leadership. We've all heard this thought leadership kind of banded around for the last couple of years. It's a B2B and B2C play. I'm not going to ask you what that means. You all know. Um, it's really an indirect sales pitch. It's thinly veiled. You know, you're not, you're not out there saying, buy our product. We are the best. You are talking about your industry. As an example, uh, an estate agent could bring in a mortgage advisor and stand there for five minutes talking about interest rates. It's reactive. When people come to your website, they want to know that you know your shit and not necessarily know your own product. You want to know your own industry. It's that indirect, thinly veiled sales pitch. Can be interviews, discussions, and relatively high production. Um, the next one is behind the scenes. We all know people want to see behind the logo. They want to see the people actually within the business. Uh, it can be both video and image and suggested to actually do it yourself, you know? Um, I'll give you a few tips later on how to kind of produce better content yourselves. Everyone's got a really dope camera in their pocket right now. Um, can be mid to low production, but you've got to have these basic rules when making video content, um, which I'll go through in a minute. Uh, an example of behind the scenes could be a time lapse of an office renovation or a diary entry um, of a day in a life of one of your sales guys, whatever it might be, but shop personally, shop with your phone, you know? Uh, and the last essential channel that any organization should have uh, is the community involvement channel. Now, this has two strategies, what I call the one mil, two mil, and the boomerang. Uh, the one mil, two mil is if you were to spend one mil on charity, you need to spend two mil telling everyone about it. Uh, and then the boomerang is if you give back to your community, your community should then... Uh, give back to you. And that can be done through sponsorship and either at company or employee level. So whether there's like staff members doing a, a Tough Mudder or a 5k run for charity, you sponsor a local football team, go out and make content, take photos, do little videos with your phone. And really, I hate this word, uh, it's for the millennial buying group. The millennials have a lot of disposable income, but they've got generally strong opinions. And I think if you can show that you are a moral or ethical company in front of the millennial buying group, then they're going to pick you against your competitors that don't highlight the fact that you support a local football team or you, some of your staff do a 5K run. It doesn't take much to do it. Again, it can be <laughs> DIY stuff. So that's kind of the, the three basic channels um, that any business really should have. Um, I grow on that when I build strategies. I grow on that from a... You know, if you wanted to sell more product or whatnot. Production techniques. Cool. So this is where you can make your own video content better. There's very few people out there that are making their own content well enough. 
I diss a lot of people in my own office, shouting other videos, and then stop using portrait. Um, so, as a beginner, horizontal. Um, no one wants to see like the you know the zoomed in, blurred video footage either side of the portrait video. Only use portrait if you are doing IGTV, Instagram stories, or Snapchat. The kids. Uh, always use where you can the rear facing camera it's better quality I would say 80% of the people in here have got an iPhone majority are going to be the newer ones therefore it's going to be 4k 50 frames so a bit of slow-mo uh, make sure it's well lit I don't mean it's well lit I mean <laughs> make sure it's lit well um, and then apologies but use a selfie stick your hands are shaky you're drinking too much on Friday you need to make sure it's on a stick or a tripod, really. Um, for intermediate users, really everybody, um, have a microphone, a lapel attached to the actual phone itself. It's 10 quid from Amazon. I'll give you a commission link later. <laughs> um, have a spotlight. Um, this is just to make you look hotter. Really what you want is one of those cases that has a ring light around the actual phone itself. You want to see those rings in the eyes, not when you're wearing glasses, but... Um, definitely get a spotlight. A tripod, relatively extendable, so I have a short and tall one, so it can sit on a desk, or you can take it out of the office. And we all know iPhone batteries are shit, so we need an external battery. And if you are a pro, and I actually saw this in the talk about the diagram, the, sorry, the, the notes, um, one of the guys that did the video talk mentioned about a gimbal and a microphone. This is a gimbal, not Gumballton. Uh, this is a DJI Osmo, makes all the drones, it's £129, it's in bargain, it will stabilise your footage, you can move around like that, you can run, I oh, don't bother running, uh, you can run and the camera will stay still, it uses your phone, excuse me, sorry, it uses your phone as the camera, you can spend another few hundred quid and have the camera kind of built into it, but it's an amazing piece of kit for 130 quid. An absolute bargain. Uh, okay, cool. We're getting towards the end now. So the applications you should be using. So once you've gone and shot all this video content, well, first you've strategized and then come up with your concepts. Then you've gone out and bought all the tools to go and shoot it. You've shot all the video content. How the hell are you going to get it on Insta? Um, you now need to go and use these applications. So Rush is relatively new. This is all made by Adobe. Uh, Rush works on iPhone, Android, iPad. That's really good if you've got an iPad that's dope. Um, and then Spark Post, that's amazing. That's for photos and images overlaying text. It creates videos as well. This is super quick, man. Like, you can create a really dope piece of content within like 30 seconds and post it up on Insta. Uh, Rush is a little bit, you know, you've got to have the general understanding around video, fading in, fading out, tracks, audio. you just got to have a, a general understanding of what video is, which most people kind of do. And then if you want to spend £700 a year, um, I advise don't. Spend £700 a year with me. Uh, you, you can use the Adobe Creative Cloud, which has a full-on Premiere, Photoshop, Lightroom, all of that stuff. Um, if you have an in-house videographer or an in-house creative, they tend to know how to use these sort of things. Uh, Prioritisation. So, now you've got, an, you've got everything ready. You now go, holy shit, I've got 500 videos to make. What am I going to make first? I came up with a content priority matrix. Ooh. Uh, really, it's just a spreadsheet. Um, but what we're, what we're looking at here is the channels across the top, thought leadership, behind the scenes, community involvement. 
For me, I want to make cash. Thought leadership for me generates revenue. Um, so that is most important to me. That's what I will put here first. And therefore, your channels that are lesser important will go further down the line. Uh, then you can think about your episodes, all of your topics to do with your thought leadership behind the scenes and community involvement. Excuse me. <clears throat> and then you start with this video. And then these three. And then these five. And what you'll see is a, a kind of a landscape of all the videos that you want to create. Um, if you have kind of 30 thought leadership, but only three behind the scenes, you know you need to make more behind the scenes. It's all super simple stuff. Um, content priority matrix. Uh, top five tips. I'm going to run through these quickly. What's the time? Is there a timer on this? No. Five minutes. Cool. One a minute. Um, so my top five tips, the £1.99 strategy. And I apologise, I kind of switched between dollars and pounds. I've not been back from NZ long enough to kind of get it rinsed out of me. Um, so the £1.99 strategy, we all know that that's two quid. We see a car for 4 dollars We know that's five grand. We're not idiots. We're desensitised to that because it's been happening for thousands of years. From a video content perspective, it's a relatively new medium in comparison to currency. Keep your videos at 29 seconds or 59 seconds because you are still tricked as to say if your video is 29 versus 31, you are more inclined to watch the 29 second video because I have less than 30 seconds in my life to watch a cat video. Um, so that's a dollar, $1.99 strategy. Add some rules. So that's your kind of behind the scenes. Make sure you do take a bit of shitty video because it makes the glossy look even better and it shows that you are real people. Um, three reasons for going viral. That is a video by Kevin Aloka. I really recommend you go and watch it. Um, I'll give you the, the notes right now. Uh, it is, um, he was the head of statistics for YouTube like, about 10 years ago when YouTube was just kind of coming about. And he, after doing all, these, all, of, these, all, all of this reporting, he came up that there was only three reasons why a video goes viral. So many clients come to me and say, oh, I'm making you a viral video. I'm like, oh, I can't make you a viral video. It's the viewer that makes the video go viral. So the only three reasons are what he explained as tastemakers, which we now call influencers, uh, audience participation. So has anyone seen that video or a number of videos where the person gets out of the driver's seat and they're dancing to a song, and the car's rolling along. It went viral, because it's audience participation. They're making their own version of that video. Um, and the last one is unexpectedness. So an example of Simon and Little Bub. It was unexpected that a cat was going to have Whoopi Goldberg as a, a guest on a chat show. Cat show. Um, uh, so that was unexpectedness. And so they're the only three reasons why a video goes viral. Uh, the first five seconds, again, I, I feel like I'm teaching people to suck eggs here, but the first five seconds, have you seen a video on uh, YouTube, like the movie trailers, for example, and the first five seconds is a super quick cut of the trailer, and then it goes into a three-minute editorial video of, of, of the movie? That's because they want to get their point across in the first five seconds. Excuse me. If you are making a video, and you've got this lovely, elaborate logo spinning around on a white backdrop, ten seconds... Looks beautiful. People have turned off after seven. Like, there's no point. If you're going to put your logo, put it bottom left. But it's slightly opaque throughout the footage. Start the video straight away. 
first five seconds. If people aren't interested, they're going to skip past. So get your point across in five seconds. Best case, make a five-second video. That's the future. Um, it's not 29 seconds. It's sell using a five-second video. Please don't ask me to make a five-second video. Uh, and lastly, uh, watch it on mute. So if, if you can get your point across by watching this video on mute, then you've done a good job. You ain't going to be able to do it. Um, go to rev.com, R-E-V.com, uh, and they will make subtitles for your videos for $1 a minute. And that's the length of the video, not how long it takes them to make it. I make 29-second videos. I obviously charge a bit more for subtitles. Um, but they will make subtitles for your videos for $1 a minute. It's an absolute bargain. Last piece before we recap. Um, people always ask me, they don't, but, uh, people always ask me, um, where should I put my video content? Should I put it on Facebook or should I put it on YouTube? Uh, both, but for two different reasons. If I was to go to YouTube right now, I already know what I'm going to search for. I need to use Facebook <laughs> to influence my search. So I put a trailer on um, Facebook. If you're making a five-minute video, make a 15-second trailer saying, if you want to watch more, click here, and it will take you to YouTube. Hopefully, that YouTube video will be embedded in your website with all your contact us and additional branding. So use Facebook to influence your search or watch more, and then put your catalog on YouTube because it can handle the demand. Hopefully, hopefully 30,000 people are going to watch your video. Your website will fall over, but the video will still be there. Um, okay, so just to recap, uh, TV network strategy, you have the network across the top, channels, seasons, episodes, super simple stuff. Um, three basic channels that every organization should have, thought leadership, behind the scenes, community involvement. Uh, make sure you have a mixture of professional content and DIY because it makes each other look good. Uh, make sure you get those specific DIY rules, horizontal, rear-facing camera, well lit, mate. Uh, and then lastly, the content priority metrics. And thank you very much for listening to me.